Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk <laughs> Recorded live. Hey, how are you doing? This is Brandy Mullen, and you are on the Goddess Central Radio Talk Show, where I am your host, Brandy Mullen, and I have a co-host, and her name is Andra Riley of Florida, and we're excited to talk to you tonight. Hey, Chandra girl, how are you doing? Excellent, Brandy. How are you? I am good. I am good. Are you ready for, um, you know how we do when we get you know, all up in the conversation and, you know, um, we get in that flow of um, intuition and you already know how we go. So I'm excited. Are you excited? Oh, absolutely. I'm very excited. So um, I just want to um, welcome everybody to the Goddess Central. Um, We air every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, If you are listening online right now, you can go to 724-444-7444 extension 22030 Um, just you know chat live with us Um, you can listen from your phone or online Um, I love the freedom of this radio show so um, if you want to get engaged in some juicy conversation you already know what to do so um, Ms. Chandra um, tell the audience a little bit about yourself Okay, um, I'm Chandra. So I'm basically um, I'm a massage therapist, cosmetologist, and I also do energy healing. Um, I basically love to reach inside and to basically heal and to help people understand their emotions and what they're going to going through at the time that I'm doing a service. So it's all about tapping into things that we need to let go of. Sometimes we're holding on and don't realize that we're holding on. And, you know, I don't want to know what's going on. I just want you to let go. And I feel that once you release those things out of you, then it gives you um, a brighter perspective of yourself and also understanding that holding on is not the way to go. So, you know, it's all about wellness within. So that's basically my uh, specialty is helping people to find themselves and releasing. So I enjoy what I do. I love it. And like I said, Randy, I'm looking forward to doing wonderful things together in the future as well. Well, thank you so much. Um, Chandra is like my go-to gal when it comes to, um, you know, when it comes to me going through some things in my life, like uh, I don't even have to say anything. This girl is amazing. She's all the way I'm in Ohio, and for those of you who um, are new to Goddess Central or um, who I, you know, or new to who I am, I am Brandy, Miss Pisces Moen. You can find me on Facebook. That's Brandy with an I-E, Miss Pisces Moen with an E-N-O-S. And uh, I am um, the creator of um, BP Moen Entertainment. I'm the CEO of BP Moen Entertainment. 
I am also the creator of Goddess Central. Um, we also have a group on Facebook, um, Goddess Central Empowering Women, Mind, Body, and Soul. So I'm the creator of that. I'm also an astrologer. I also do intuitive. Um, some people like to say psychic, but I know some people be real scared when they hear psychic, like, oh, my God, she's Cleo. She's going to take my money. And <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, for real, like, the first thing people think of when I say, like, I do intuitive readings or um, psychic or prophetic, um, I guess it depends on um, the culture that you're in or the organization you're a part of. If you're in the church, um, prophetess, if you're um, in the New Age community, uh, intuitive reader, or uh, psychic or clairvoyant or, you know, so, um, yeah, that's me. Um, I do consultations and readings. Um, but I just love encouraging women, and um, that's what the show is about. So extra excited, but um, that's just a little bit about me. But when it comes to Chandra and I together, it is like um, the dynamic duo. Like I was kind of going through some things the other day, and next thing I know, um, I I called her. She was like, you must have been thinking about me, girl. Um, what's going on with this? She just hit, right? Like, is there is no, like, so how are you feeling? What's going on? Okay, so she just gets right to the point. Like, girl, let me tell you, this is, this is what's going on. Like, I'm about to pray for you. I'm about to go ahead and set up these positive energies for you. I mean, the girl's on point. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm excited about tonight. And tonight we are talking about relationships, love, attracting that love, getting those juices flowing, honey, because, um, a lot of us, especially in this day and age, especially with the emergence of women becoming more powerful and um, as far as work is concerned and not being as much in the home, but having to take care of home, um, there's been a strain, I feel, like um, as far as um, strong, independent, um, alpha females finding the love that they truly want and they desire. What do you think about that, Chandra? Um, I believe, honestly, that when you give love, you receive love as well. And I truly believe that what we put out, we also attract. You put out fear, you're going to get fear. But I feel like as women, when we speak life over ourselves and the things that we want, it does come to us, but we have to be patient and wait. My biggest problem, I'm not patient. And, you know, whether you want to or not, you learn patience. You learn to stop doing the things you usually do and stop trying to control everything and take a step back and learn to just breathe and just go with the flow. What's meant for you will come to you. That's what I believe. And I agree. I totally agree. But, you know, I just believe that the day and age that we live in, a lot of women are, um, you know, especially, I don't know, it's so weird. Like all the women I went to college with, we're all, you know, still not married. And it's so funny because all of us are really, really good women. I mean, like we cook, we we take care of the household, we look good, we smell good, we be tanked up, you know what I mean? We know how to treat a man and I don't know, this ain't happening. But with that, you know, um, it's very interesting, like you were saying, like that self-love, like, you know, or you have to give love to receive love. Um, but 
the first step is, I, I believe, is, um, you know, tuning in to self because I'm just going to just give a little brief description of my, <laughs> my love life. I don't want to put my business out there, but I do if it helps, you know what I mean? Um, but I remember I was in a relationship off and on for the for four years, and um, at the time I was really young. I was probably like 23, 24. So up until then, I had been in a relationship all through high school. Then I left that relationship, went to college, was in a relationship all through college, off and on in college, I guess I would say. And um, then when him and I broke up, I had never really, for real, for real, been, like, totally single. And I didn't realize that ever. I was like, man, like, I ain't got no boo. I ain't got, you know, nothing. But I was very broken after that relationship, like, super broken. I mean, like girlfriend, I thought I had lost it, you know what I mean? And um, so with that, um, I started seeking self, like, what can I do to make myself happy? And I had read all the books, like, you know, at the time I was um, in the church, so, you know, it was like, well, I need to buy them, talking about no more sheets. I was like, no more sheets, no more sheets, you know. Uh, you know, I was one of them, and I was also reading the books about finding your mate, waiting on your mate, um, you know, how to find them, where, where to get them, Power of a Praying Woman, Stormy on Martian. I mean, I was all, like, I even bought the um, Power of a Praying, I mean, Power of a Praying Wife, and I wasn't even in a relationship. Like, so I had to back up from all of that, and I had to realize, like, I have to find myself sexy. And, like, one thing that I realized is that when women – are trying to attract a man, we'll we'll pull out all the stops. We shave, you know, we be, you know, on it, you know, hair smelling like Canteen Pro V. We be, you know, nails done, flawless, honey. You know, we got the boobs on, on point. The boobs is all the way up to the chin. Um, you know, we even wear the tight, you know, we be, you know, trying to pull them. And then once we get them, you know, if that's not who you really are, it's going to come out, period, point blank. So <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. And to even what we talked about before we even came on the air, when I told you that the problem that I feel that we have forgotten is who we, you know, just like you said, who we really are. Because at the end of the day, you got the answer for self. And if you can't love yourself and you don't love who you are, then how do you expect this person to love you? Well, you have to I, do a mental self check. You know, it's like. Who are you when you go home at night? Do you love who you see in the mirror? Do you love the woman that you wake up every morning? you love who you're becoming? Are you in love with yourself? Because if you don't love yourself, how are you going to bring somebody in a relationship and you expect them to love you? It's not going to work because you, you're living a lie. And relationships cannot be built on a lie. You want this man to come into a relationship. You want him honest with you, but you ain't being honest with yourself. Well, that's, you know, man, we had behind all this stuff. You know, I'm one of those women. I love to get sexy. There's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with looking good. It's nothing wrong getting your hair done, getting a manicure, getting a pedicure. We deserve those things. But what what I what I what I heard a guy tell me once. He said, "You know what kills me? When I see a woman in the club and her body is banging, and then when I get her home, and I find out that that body that I thought was banging." was hiding behind spanks or the body was hiding behind a corset. I feel like I'm being lied to. And I couldn't get mad at him 
because he said it's false advertising. If I'm thinking you had all this and then when I get you home, I realize it, you were sucking all that in, that's false advertising. I don't know, honey. I like me some little, I, I believe in a little tuck and roll, honey. I ain't going to lie to you. I love what they don't understand is that the life of a woman is not simple. They don't understand right. the things we go through to maintain our bodies. They're not living our lives. So, you know, I just wish sometimes if a man could just walk in a woman's shoes for a day, a day, you know what I'm saying? They don't have to deal with stretch marks. They don't have to deal with cellulite. They don't have to deal with kids. They don't have to deal, you know, when you putting your feet in stiletto heels and you're walking in them all day. They don't deal with stuff like that. You know, you, but, you know, I, I had somebody tell me that before. They were like, yeah, you know, women are the biggest liars. And I was like, why do you say that? And exactly what you said, um, because of the stinks and the, and the bras and the, um, the pants that suck you in. I mean, we got all these, like, gadgets. and I mean, we, we got a lot of gadgets, so we got, he was like, you know, the hair, your hair be looking like this, and then you get, you know, I get you home, and then the hair fall off, and then, <laughs> and then what, you know. And I was just like, well, you can't be like that. Like, we do all of that to, but one thing I realized, this is the one thing I realized in my journey um, as a single woman, um, especially in my early 20s. I'm now in my 30s, but um, when I was in my early 20s, one thing I realized was that um, if I'm a, if I'm going to be sexy, I'm going to be sexy for myself. And I didn't know what that meant, but I started buying, like, myself some lingerie. I mean, some cute stuff, too. And, I, you know, I'm a plus-size girl, so, you know, I'm, you know, but I, let me tell you something sexy. I looked at myself in the mirror and was like, dang, jumping, you know, like all day. But, like, that's where it starts at. Like, if you don't, you know, just because you got a dude and all of a sudden you turn it up and you now, you know, shaving your leg and putting the spanks on and then, like you said, you know, um, you know, doing all this stuff, but you only doing it to attract them. And then when you get them, you know, a lot of guys, they'd be like, look, I think, the, I think what really is the, the – the point in in them saying that is because we stop doing all of that. Period. <laughs> we stop. We you know you stop you know trying to be cute. Oh, I got them now, so it's all good. No, what you know if you're gonna start something in the beginning to attract them, you're gonna have to continue to do it. But see if you but if it's not who you are, then guess what, baby, you gonna stop doing it, and he gonna lose interest because of the fact that you know like. You false. It is false advertisement, and if that's not who you are now, if like when I told you when I was single, well, I'm still, yeah. But we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> but anyway, um, you know. But when we when I started doing it because I thought my legs were I I was shaving because my legs felt good when they were shaved, and I started wearing my hair certain ways and and wanting to be cute when I went to bed because I wanted to see myself look cute, and when I put those um those um you know the G strings on you know saying I was in the privacy of my own room looking at my own self and I was you know ready to you know go ham on myself. You know what I mean? That's when you realize that you're doing it for self. And I think it's not false advertisement when you are doing it for self. And, like, this is something that I do every night. So, baby, whether you hear or not, Brandy going to be sexy, you know, snatched, 
tuck role. Like, if you don't got to be here, follow that. You know, like, I, I do it for myself. I think it's not false advertisement then, but I think the thing, what they mean by that is, ladies, we, be, we get them, we don't be, you know, we be sleeping with, like, with our hands, like, right up under our head, being all cute and stuff. And then, you know, we be, you know, oh, okay, this is how I look when I first wake up. You be running in the bathroom. Do you remember that episode of um, Different Worlds where Whitley was um, when her and Dwayne first got married? And she would run in the bathroom and put toothpaste in her mouth, fish it around. Do uh, you remember that? I remember that episode. I tell you how old we are. We tell that. <laughs> But she did that, though. She went in the bathroom. She was hitting her face, making her face look a little flush. She wanted to be sexy. You know what I mean? But if you're not doing but she was like that before she met him. She was already like that. So it wasn't something that she was putting on a front for. But let me tell you, if you go to attract a man, last thing you want to do is once he gets you and, and, you know, you feel like, oh, I'm in there. Then you, like, let your stomach hang out, be looking crazy and stuff. I'm sorry, boo. If you if you gonna do that, do it in the beginning, so he can get a sneak peek of what it's gonna look like when he wake up beside him in the morning, ninety days guess, later. And I truly agree with what you're saying. But with me, I feel like, I mean, I'm petite, and I've always been that way. But at the same time, I always felt that it's not. It, it sometimes it's not the clothes. It's you. It's you. Mm-hmm. You bring out the outfit. Cause I'm a tomboy. No, I can throw in a pair of jeans, some tennis shoes. I'm good. And to me, sometimes just wearing that will get somebody's attention because I feel like in my mind, I may be like, man, I'm not even, even my hair is not where I want it to be today, but I, you know, I'm all right. I'm out and about doing me. It's high. So I'm not going to be, you know, you throw some lip gloss. I keep it simple. And to somebody who see you that way, they may find that very attractive because it's very yeah, it's you, yeah, you. And and I feel like when you overdo it, you you throwing on the high heels, the tight pants, and you know. But if that's I, you, but if that that's sometimes that be a girl, like yeah. But that, if that's what you do, then that's fine. But what I'm saying is, if your main goal of putting on that outfit is to attract a man. And that's the whole sole purpose. Oh, I'm going to get a man because I'm going to get him with my body. Okay, well, can I ask you a question? If you're using your body to get him, what else are you using to keep him? Because the body only lasts for so long. It's your intellect. Girl. That's that thing that keeps him. Because your body, it goes through changes every seven years. You may look this way this year and a couple of years, but as you get older, gravity ain't your friend. It, it comes. It comes along with territory. We evolve. We change. Our body changes. But that's that's why we need the tuck and roll. I'm serious. Why we need the spanks and the girl. We need the. I'm serious. Like I ain't gonna lie to you, honey. I like me a little. Uh, like, and I'm telling you, once I get me a little, little bit more money, I am going to get me a um, not just a tuck and roll, but a little cut and little nip and cut and t- and tuck. I'm giving me one of them too. I got some things I'm working on right now. I'm just telling you, but that's me though, and I ain't doing it for no man. But because I've, you know, I've learned though to do it for myself. Like if I'm gonna do anything, because I've I've lost weight for a man, honey. Like I, cause, like you were saying, you're petite, I'm plus size, and I done, you know, been like, oh, okay, well, I'm about to go on this diet. I remember, girl, I went on a um. a, a half a pack of noodles a day diet, girl. That was the devil, right? 
no, half ma'am. a pack of ramen noodles a day diet. And I lost like 50 pounds. <laughs> I lost like <laughs> I'm serious because we do some things for a man. Like, let's keep it all the way 100. We do some things. A half a pack of noodles a day, honey. I can't even eat one pack now. I'm being satisfied. Like, the heck, like. A half a pack of noodles, like I would split the, because you can split the noodles in half. I would take half the pack of noodles, and I would eat them, and then I would go to the gym and work, 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 burn, 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 burn. I had lost like 50 pounds in like maybe like three months. Mm. And, um, but but I was depressed. I was depressed, and I was I was um, lonely, and because I didn't love myself. Anytime you eat half a pack of noodles a day, you don't love yourself. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm keeping it all the way trail with you. You don't love yourself. Like, girl, like, please. My, even if I tell myself we about to eat a half a pack of noodles at this point, my life would be like, are you kidding me right now? You do not. Girl, when, you sitting, when you're sitting somewhere and you're throwing up your food or you're, you know, because, of, you know, oh, I want to attract a man. Like, let me tell you, but when I did, all of those things that I did to myself, I've gone on starvation diets, you know, to be cute, to be. And the funny part was when I actually um, started owning who I was as a woman and my voluptuousness and I started looking at my, my boobs and my butt and my hips and my thighs, like, yeah, girl, you got it. You know, drop, you know, twerk something. Like, you know what I mean? But when I started looking at myself like that, that's when, <laughs> that's when, <laughs> that's when I became more attracted to other people. And it's so funny we were talking about, you know, it all comes back to self. Once I started accepting myself and not eating a half a pack of noodles a day, I mean, I wish I could open up the lines right now to talk about what is some of the craziest shit you've done to keep a man. Yeah, I mean, I've, you know, I had, I dated someone off and on for 16 years, and he likes short hair. So I always cut my hair short because that's what he likes. But me, I like long hair. You know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, but this is what you like. I like short hair when I feel like having short hair. You know, I go through right. in my hair. I don't want to be stuck with, you know, I like to experiment. I change my hair like crazy. You know, it's like I change my hair to the point where they don't know who I'm going to look like. Okay, one day I may look like um, Diana Ross. I want to say, you know, big, wild hair. Next day, I look all solemn and sweet. I'm, you know, a little Indian girl. I mean, I have different looks, but I'm and, just like, yeah. I like to change it up. I like to be me, but I just right. felt like it's because what you like. Well, I like your hair short, okay, but you're not dealing with my hair. You don't <laughs> have things where, you know, you got one side of your hair at right, the other side just acting crazy. You're frustrated because it ain't doing what you want to do. You got a little bit of time to hurt and get ready. They don't deal what we deal with. So it's getting to a point where I had to learn, who the heck cares what you think about my hair? It's my hair. So, you know, when I got to that point, I realized, look, I'm going to be me. Whether you like it short, I like it long. And at the end of the day, as long as I like what I got, it's my hair, I'm going to grow it the way I want to grow it. If you don't like it, guess what? You'll get over it. And, you know, with men, they are visual creatures, you know, and, right. and, that, and that's, that's one thing that, you know, as women, we kind of get caught up in. But, like, there was something that you said, like, intellectual, you know, like, stimulating of the mind. Like, right. you know, you got to have something in just the body going on. Like, because the body ain't never kept nobody, you know what I'm saying? But no, but I go on to you, though, like, I'm, I'm going to be all the way 100 with you, right? <laughs> Honey, when I get my husband... 
if he like a certain thing, I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn up for him. I ain't lying to you. I am definitely, definitely, like, you know, because, I, you know, I do believe that, you know, there's a little compromise. You know, sometimes I don't want any woman to listen to the show, you know, because I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But I, I don't want anybody listening to the show coming from, oh, if, if a dude be like, if my man be like, because there is a compromise, especially if you're married, ladies. I, you know, I ain't married, so don't, you know, don't take what I'm saying as Bible, you know, with, for married listeners out there. You know, we're just saying, do it for yourself. You know, but if you're in a relationship, you might got to compromise a little bit. If he wants you to wear a teddy at nighttime, sometimes you've got to wear that teddy, you know. Just saying. Just had to put it out there. No, it's Ooh. not the role of <laughs> you still got to keep the spark going. You don't go, I got him now. I'm just going, you know, oh, I'm going to cut back on this. and all. No, no, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. Whatever you did to get that man, if you was cooking, you was spoiling him rotten, guess what? You're going to have to maintain because that's what you got him used to. Girl. There's, Girl. There's a, hold on. Hold on. But let me explain. I'm not telling you to be his slave. I'm not telling you to break yourself. But what I'm saying is this. There's nothing wrong with every now and then catering. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think I think, I think they should I think two people should be catering to each other all the time. Like catering to me, honey. I like a man that's I'm not telling you to be a slave. I'm just saying, you know, like you might yeah. have a date night. Cater you know, to me. You got a cute, you know what I'm saying, you got the lights, candlelight, round the tub, you got flowers, cute, you know, stuff that's fun. You know, you find the things that you have in common that you can do together. And sometimes it don't cost money. What about, you know, babe, let's go out for a walk. Let's enjoy the sunset. It could be something so simple, you know what I'm saying, because it, it doesn't have to cost. But understand that, you know, it's like, oh, I did all this to get them and then, well, when we first got together, she was doing this, this, this. Now I don't get none of that no more. Well, Girl, why you stop? <laughs> and and that you're absolutely so true. And then going even really into that, you know, we were talking about we said something about like um, you have to be something more than just a body. You got to be something right. that something just better. You know, keep to look at if a guy is pretty superficial or shallow, you know, he may just want you know somebody to have a you know have a trophy, and that's. If that's your relationship, hey, you know, and if it works for both of y'all, then do it. But you got to have a little bit more of something to offer. And I'm going to tell you this, like, um, I've been through situations in relationships, and, you know, if 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 you um, if you feel an amen in your spirit, I'm just saying. Um, I've been in relationships where I have totally, totally just um, – because I didn't love myself like I should have, and I was not um, into me like I should have been, I was looking for that person to fulfill a void that, I mean, like, Jesus himself was getting tired of feeling like, I'm serious, like, Jesus was like, look, I love you, wake up, like, but you know what I mean, like, it's, (laughs) like, for real, though, like, I was literally like, what you doing? Where you at? I need to be with you. I need to see you. I need to be around you. Okay, you going to be around? You coming over tomorrow? And, like, I literally was, you know, pushing him away, not even because I, you know, because I like a little attention. One of my love languages is I love to spend time. That's my thing. But it's a difference between when you trying to spend time and you becoming 
damn near crazy. You damn near stalker. Like you, oh well, um, where are you going? You going with your friends? Can I come with you? Like you don't have a life of your own. You don't have no friends. You don't have no hobbies. You don't have no interests outside of me. Like that's scary. And I'm gonna tell you, ladies, like a lot of us be doing that when we be getting into these relationships, thinking, oh well, he got to be my everything. If your man is your everything, that's number one problem. That's number one fail right there. That's red flag number one. That's where he should be looking at you and doing an evaluation of you and saying red flag number one. That's and like the family feud ex, like right now. Like he can't be your everything. Like if you have hobbies and interests and things outside of him that, you know, before you met him, keep your interests, keep the things you like to do, have fun. And usually that's what attracted them to you. Like, you got to have something more to bring to the table than just, oh, I like to spend time and you're my everything. Because you're my everything turns into, um, how come you don't love me? How come, girl, you better get your life. Like, what? Like, like for real, and, and I was, I've been there before. That's why I can speak on it. If you feel an amen in your spirit, somebody go ahead and, you know, I'm serious. Like, we literally run these dudes away. We be crazy. It does turn it, an <laughs> obsession, but at the same time, like I told you before, we talked, when we talked earlier, I said I had to learn what it was like to be by myself. And it's nothing wrong with that. Everybody needs a me time. And when you actually learn to be by yourself, you learn that it's okay to be by myself. It's okay, you know, I can accept doing things outside of him. And the more you start doing things outside of him, you begin to realize, okay, we do need our time apart before we end up killing one another. Because don't no man want to be up under you all day. I, I you just can't do that. And I've learned that. You know what I'm saying? I'm confident of being by myself. Some days I just want to be alone and read a book. Curl up with a book. Some days I may just want to go for a walk and just be in tune with nature. That's what I like to do. Um, but that's what makes me who I am. I go crazy when I can't be in tune with nature because it calls me. It's like, yo, come come outside a little bit. You need to breathe. You need to ground yourself. And you lose yourself when you don't keep to the things that kept you in your normal, you know, your, your center. You know, that's how you find your inner peace. In a relationship, you got to have a balance. If there's no balance, there's no peace. He's going to get on your nerves. You're going to work his nerves. Y'all arguing, don't even know what you're arguing about. You're getting on each other's nerves. You don't know what you're getting on nerves about. Then, you you know, every time he want to go with his boys, you got an attitude. It's not worth all that. Learn right. to be by yourself. You can chill with your girlfriends. You can do whatever. But just come, you know, let him have his me time. You got your me time, and then y'all have y'all time together. And that's so true, but it's like that need to for somebody to be your everything, like literally you're waiting on a prince charming to come riding in on a white horse to save you. And it's like, okay, that's fine, but are you going to save him too? But are you so busy being trying to be saved, you know, and for him to rescue you from this life of you being alone when really you're running away from yourself, like, we be running away from ourselves. Like, you know, I, I came to the, again, I can only tell you what I've been through. Um, I was in a, I remember I had broke up. I was out of a relationship and I was like, 
I did not want to be in the house. I just had to be around somebody. And no, I couldn't call nobody. Nobody was answering the phone. Nobody wanted to hang out with me because I had been in a relationship where I had isolated from everybody because this person had become, of course, my everything. And that's the reason why we went together because I had made him my everything. And um, so now I'm all alone by myself. And I forgot everything that I like to do. I was listening to the music that he liked. I was, you know, eating, you know, going to the restaurants and, you know, going to places that him and I would go. I had forgot what type of movies I like to, like, watch or music I like to listen to or, you know, things. I I forgot everything because as soon as I got in that relationship, it was like everything he liked, I liked. Oh, well, I just want to be up under him, so whatever he want to do, I want to do. And you totally lose yourself. And But to be honest, if we really look at it, you never knew who you were to begin with if you were ever lost. because. Knowing of self is totally different from, you know, like you can't lose yourself when you have come to, like, a conscious place of who you are as a woman. You, like, if, like who I am now at 30 and who I was back at 23, please. I thought, and I thought I was so smart, too. I thought I knew everything because, you know, I was really intuitive. I was so stupid. And, like, and, and I could admit that. You know, because I just thought that, oh, I had to be in this relationship. But once I got alone, I had to read, I had to learn how to, okay, this is the type of movies I like. I started taking myself out to dinner. Like, literally, I would stay at the table more than 30 minutes. I would, you know, sit there. Maybe I would take a book with me or maybe I would just look around. I started going to restaurants I wanted to go to. I started going to movies by myself. I wanted to see a movie. I went. I went to... Um, like I said, I started buying myself lingerie. I started cooking dinner for myself and, you know, myself alone where I wasn't doing it and, and cooking the, the best foods because I had a man sitting at my table. Like, a lot of us only like to cook because, you know, we cook for a man. Like, if, what, like you ain't hungry? You don't want no steak? I cook for me and my family, you know, but if right, I have right. to, and I throw down because I want to throw down, but, you right. know, it, I but, what you about the but there was a time. But there was a time when we didn't do that, though. We thought no. that, oh, if I if I'm cooking, I'm cooking because a man is around. We didn't cook because we wanted to eat. When we were single, we was going to Burger King, McDonald's, Jack in the okay. Box. Um, you know what I mean? We was cooking, and then soon as we get a man, we on Facebook with our phone come on some. I does this. I cook. And you know what I mean? And it, it don't even look like nothing because you ain't cooking. Why? Why you? Why you left our hearties? <laughs> I forgot about Hardy's. We don't have no Hardy's in, in uh, Virginia. Okay. okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying because it's like who I was in my when I was 18 and up. I mean, I realized I'm nothing. Even you know, I I'm nothing how I used to be. I I changed so much, and I keep telling people, you'd be amazed how your career and your surroundings, your environment changes you, the way you see people, the way you see love and life. I see love totally different from the way I saw it when I was 18. I see things totally different from the time I hit my 20s. I see things totally different from when I was 28. I'm not as grown as I thought I was. I still got more learning to do, and I'm still learning. You don't never stop learning. Life is called lessons. You still keep learning. And as you continue to grow, you realize, I sit back, and I can say this about myself, Damn, I was dumb. I can say that because I realized the decisions that I made, choices that I made, relationships that I was in was not smart. I made some dumb decisions. And it's like, where, what was I 
thinking. Why but, people... <laughs> but it made you who you are, though. I mean, it made you who you are. All of those experiences, ground like you wouldn't be the woman you are today without them. I know that, but you know, here's the comical part. I be praying, and I'm like, Lord, why you didn't stop me from making this stupid decision? And you know, it'd be so funny. God be like, I ain't tell you to make that decision in the first place. If you'd have just stayed where I tell you about to stay, you wouldn't been through this. And it's funny because I can laugh at myself and say, you know what? I hate when God made me feel like an ant. And I can pick myself up and say, you know what? I fail. I, you know, I, I, I learned my lesson. Okay, I don't want to repeat this. But you tend to laugh at yourself because you don't want to go through it again. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to attract the same person again, the same situation. And I've learned that. So now it's like as I look back and I see a person going down that same path that I was, I already been down, I feel like right now it's like, hey, Please don't be as dumb as I was. You know, let me give you some love. Let me give you a little insight. You know, let me throw this, this, let me give you, I like how in the Bible when Jesus used those different parables and, you know, you try to throw it out there and say, hey, let me tell you this story. And then you kind of want to say it in a way where you don't, you know, I let you figure it out for yourself. Look, I've been down this road. Please don't make the same mistake I made, you know. And, and but, but I think mis- my mistakes I know have made me because let me tell you something. Um, I've been, I've put myself in all different types of um, discombobulated situations where um, some of the situations I'm looking like I didn't, nothing bad happened to me, like I didn't get robbed or killed or, you know what I mean? Because like, I mean, for real, um, but I'm thankful, I am so thankful for all of those decisions that I made because all things do work together for our good. They do. And like, if I wouldn't have never been that depressed and if I wouldn't have never been, you know, sitting there and wondering, you know, why, you know, why am I in this? Because I've been in relationships and been like, I'm still unhappy. I am still alone. I am still by myself. Like, he's here and we have, you know, we can be having the best sex and everything. And I'm still at the end of the night crying or something wrong with me. And I'm trying to figure out what the heck is wrong with me. And really, it's truly because I have not taken time out to get to know self. And that's, the exploration that I feel like as women, um, yeah, I, I got to, I got to, like, I'm so thankful for my twenties. I don't know what to do because that's where I made so many decisions. And I, uh, but, but I think life is about making those decisions. Life is about, you know, taking those chances. Now I have some more experience under my belt. I, Girl, I think 30 is just, like, the best age ever. Like, and I was so scared of 30. I was like, oh, God. I even asked somebody the other day. I said, do I act old? They was laughing at me. I said, I'm serious. But, like, I do love being 30 because I can see the growth for myself between my 20s and my 30s. But you want to know what's so funny, though? You and I have, like, two different experiences probably at at 30, I mean, at 20 and 30. And I cried on my 30th birthday. I did. I cried on my 30th birthday. Woke up boo-hoo crying. I'm old. That's the first thing I thought of. Because everybody made 30 seem like over the hill or your life is but, over. But, but see, I, did you have, you I, had kids at 30. I mean, you had kids in your 20s, didn't you? Yeah, sure did. See, and, like, and see, I didn't have kids. So what, what, you know, see, I can give a different standpoint and a different, you know, outlook on on it, but you have a a totally different outlook on, you know, learning learning who you have, you know, who you have become now, Um, but you had, like, a lot of 
responsibility and it's really hard trying to learn yourself as a woman when you really don't barely have time for yourself because you're a mother and a wife or you know you're running a household and you got to work and you know it's really really hard talk about that a little bit it's it's not about a lot of people feel like oh I got kids my life is over it's not you know it's like yes you got these kids I have three I don't regret none of my kids they are the best thing that happened to me. You know, I was 18 when I had my oldest son. And, you know, at that time, I was so used to clubbing and partying and doing me. And when it, when, it, when I got pregnant, it was just like, oh, man, I got to give up this life. I didn't want to give it up because I was so used to that. But you got to grow up one day. I was stuck in Never Never Land. I didn't want to grow up. And, you know, I thank God for the family that I have because they believe in tough love. My mom did not believe in babysitting. That was not going to happen. You don't go nowhere. You can't take your child. That's how I grew up. That's how I ended up raising my son. Through the ups and downs, living at home, and and learning to be an adult when you don't want to be an adult, it's a journey. You know, you're going to make bad decisions. You're going to make mistakes because there's no, there's no manual on how to be a parent. But the the thing that stopped me from clubbing was when you're in a club and you're thinking about your child, what is your child doing? Is he asleep? Is he thinking about me? That's when I knew I had to give it up. That's when I grew up and I was 23. So, you know, and I worked. And, and as I got to that, that level, you know, then my daughter came three years later. And, you know, the relationship didn't work out. I thought I was going to get married. That didn't happen. So you suck it up. You know, I was not happy, but I did what I had to do. I had two kids. So then you go through this epiphany stages where you're like, you know what, I didn't come this far to not have nothing. So I put myself through school. So I worked a full-time job, and I went to school to do nails and facials because that was something that called to me. I woke up one day and said, there's more to my life than just working at a job where I don't feel, I felt caged, you know, like I just was not giving, you know, like there's something in me that needs to be given to the world, but what is it? So I put myself through school, had the kids, and I, I went to school with girls that didn't have a job. They had kids, didn't work. They got assistance. And they used to complain about, oh, my kids get on my nerves. You don't work. You try going to a full-time job every day, hearing BS all day, Hearing people's problems, you know, your boss on you about this. You can't take off when you need to take off. You got a child sick. You got to miss money because the child is sick. Rushing to the doctor. All this stuff I have to deal with, and I got to listen to you complain about your kids and you're not working. And it made me work harder. So through that, I learned to put myself through school and hold my head up because there's always somebody out there that's worse than me. But I had something to give, so that pushed me even harder to grow up and not be a statistic, to not sit here and just be a typical girl living on assistance and not want something out of life. Then when the third child came, it was like, you know what? Okay, something got to give. I got to do better. I went through a lot of loss in my life. I went through a lot of pain through those, those having those kids. But what molded me was my faith. And the motivation to keep going. And every time you look at your kids, you want more. So I put myself through cosmetology school. And I did that, and another hunger came over me. 
I'm looking at my kids again, okay? You know what? I'm not going to stop. We're back to school. We've got my massage therapy license. And once I got all those, what made me realize was that at the end of the day, I'm going to make my mark. And everything that I do, I'm telling my kids, don't give up on your dreams. Go to school. Learn everything you can. Be better than me. Do better than me. Grow better than I did. Don't make the same mistakes that I did. I set the foundation because at the end of the day, I told my kids, I got to leave y'all a legacy. I'm not talking about Jordans and all these type of clothes. I'm talking about I'm going to leave you something so when I die, you have a business or something left behind in my name that I can give to you. And that's what being a mom is all about, sacrificing. It's not about your kids wearing the bread baddest clothes to school and, yeah, my kids wearing this, wearing that. No. At the end of the day, what are you leaving your kids? What are you teaching them? I tell my kids every day, you're kings and queens. I instill in them values. You know, we pray together. We eat together. When we go to restaurants, we pray. I don't care who's around. You teach them values and love. And the love that I have in me, I send to my kids because guess what? Who I marry, that man got to have the same love that I have for my kids. He got to have it too. You ain't going to come up in here in my relationship with my children. You got to bring something too. What can you bring to this family? Because I'm already teaching them to know their self-worth. My daughter will not be taught to be a side chick or a mistress, a video vixen, a stripper. No, she's going to be taught she wants to own her own business. She's a, she wants to be a chef at 12. She already knows what she wants to do. My son wants to be a video <clears throat> game. You know what I'm saying? We're teaching them things of love. You know, they know what they want to do. And when you instill those things, it makes you, as a mom, proud. So I had to learn self-love because I have to instill self-love in them. It's, it's reciprocated. And guess what? Love, is, it, it, it comes back. Well, let me ask you a question now. So, okay, because, like, my journey in my 20s was different. You know what I mean? Like, much different. Like, um, um. I, you know, went to college at 18, graduated, I think, at 23, 22, 23. And then I moved out on my own. My family, is, you know, lived in Maryland. I lived in Ohio. So I moved out. I stayed out here. And I kind of just, um, you know, just I, I went through a, a lot of growth and understanding of myself. And because I didn't have any, you know, distractions, I didn't have any um thing to, you know, like, oh, okay, like, I mean, other than, you know, work situations or um, any relationship that I was in during that time. Um, and like I said, like, after I had got out of that relationship where we were, um, you know, engaged and it didn't, you know, work out, you know what I'm saying, um, I went ahead and I went on a two-year journey by myself like, I literally, like, girl, you know I was a hot mess. I went to the grocery store with no bra on. And, a, and a, no, I did. And, you know, these big old jugs, I got, like, double Ds, right? Oh, um, it's like going to the store uh, with a with a, um, with a fleece on. Remember, everybody used to wear fleece. I don't know if people used to wear fleece, but yeah. I used to, yeah. you know, um, this, I had a fleece on. And I'm like, oh, I'm just running to the store. I'll be right back. Girl, girl bye. That's how much... Um, so, you know, like, who walk outside like that? And, like, I was like, well, nobody really can tell because, you know, my boots aren't that saggy. But, like, when you going outside looking a hot-ass mess because you ain't got no man, okay, that's a problem. 
that is a problem. But I had to, I went through that in my twenties, and then like after two years, I didn't even like go out on a date. I wasn't even masturbating. Like I, <laughs> I was like for real, cause I was so hurt. I didn't want nothing. I'm like, even if a dude look at me, he better not be looking at me. I was so hurt and upset because I had given everything that I was supposed to be giving myself. I gave it to someone else, and I was totally, when I we talk about depression, honey, depression, like, literally sitting there like, oh, I don't even know. Like, I mean, I was literally, like, jacked up, and, yeah. like, it was, but, but it wasn't, it wasn't until I had that time, you know, where I took myself out to dinner and, you know, didn't date anybody and didn't go with anybody and just, I wasn't looking for a relationship. I just totally just was engulfed in myself, going to work. And, you know, if I had to work a double shift, I was working a double shift. I had to do what I had to do because I was on my own. But it got to be, you know, like our experiences are totally different. So what I want you to do is I want you to, to the the woman that is in your shoes right now, that is um, juggling having children, having dreams and aspirations and goals. Tell, you know, tell them, like, some of the things that you're doing because you're doing some awesome things, like the things that you got going on right now. I mean, you are in total manifestation mode. But I think that, you know, if it weren't for what you have gone through and the position that you were in um, when you were younger, you know, made you the the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial, uh, firecracker because you know you're a Leo, so you're a lioness through your heart. But um, talk to the girl that's in your shoes right now and tell her if you, like, let's talk, you look back and talk to your younger self and tell your younger self what you wish you would have known. Um, to be honest, if I would have learned affirmations sooner, affirmations of speaking life over yourself, My family will tell you one thing about me. When you tell me what I can't do, my main goal is to prove you wrong, that I can't. Affirmations, when you look at yourself in the mirror and you write down things that stir up fire in you. And one of the affirmations that I love to do is you speak life over yourself. You speak your dreams. I have one, two, three, three tablets full of affirmations of things that I want in my life, things that I dream about. You know, um, write down your dreams and say it over and over and over till you believe. But don't hammer it. But ask, you know, you got to say those things that you know that is obtainable. So I write down, and I did this uh, January 2015. I wrote down the type of house that I want. I was detailed about it. I wrote down everything I want in this house. I saw it from the kitchens, how the cabinet's going to look, how the floor is going to look, the type of house. When I wake up in the morning, I'm going to see the sunrise. How far is it from the school? How far is it from your job? And when you start being specific about the things that you want and when you pray for those things and you're being specific, but when you're praying about it, the key word is I ask, and you set that intent. But the main thing that I learned was when you come from a serving point of view and you're coming from a serving aspect, that's when things move. But when you're doing it for the money and just the money, your eyes is only on the money, it's not going to come. So you have to change 
the way you see things or the way you talk. If I'd have learned that sooner, I feel like my early 20s, how to speak life over myself and how to speak abundance, prosperity, the things you and I discussed. If I'd have spoke that sooner, I would probably reach my dreams sooner. But to speak affirmations, which is you ask yourself questions, why am I successful? Why am I blessed? You know, why, do I, why does God give me favor? Why am I beautiful? Why am I healthy? You know, why do I attract uh, the same like-minded people? And when you ask yourself those questions and you keep saying those things and you keep saying over your life, I have a, for instance, I say this, I have a business. My bi- I have a wellness center. My wellness center is 30,000 square feet. I have unlimited clients coming to see me. When you start speaking those things and you keep saying it over and over again and you believe those things and you pray over those things and you write it and you tuck it away and you watch those things manifest, when it comes to pass, it blows you away. And that's where I am right now. Things that I've spoken over myself is coming to pass. So and like, like because there's somebody who's listening right now who's like, okay, I don't think, I mean, because if they're at a place of, if you're thinking about the lowest place that you were in and <laughs> at, at that time in your life, think about some of the, the negative thoughts that you were thinking about at that time, like, oh, I can't ever do this. I'm, I have kids, so I can't do this. Oh, I can't do that. How you can't raise three kids. There's no way possible. You, you will always live with your mother. You will never have your own place. You can't go to school. There is no way you can go to school and have kids. Yes, you can. There's always a will. There's a way. But you have to have enough fire in your veins to believe there's a way. You, there's programs out there How that can help. How do you get it, though? How do you get that desire? Um, okay, let's say you're in a situation. Put yourself back in, the, in that place. Where oh, you're I'm at, all over again. I'm like getting. I'm like, oh my god. I was okay. I was matter of fact. This is when it happened. I lost my apartment. I had just had my son. I can't. I had a maternity leave. I lost my place, and I had to move back in with my mom. And at that time, you know, at the time she had a one and a half bedroom apartment, and it's me and my three kids and my mom. And I was just sitting in the room looking at my kids sleep. And it was like something just snapped. You you understand? I mean like I just I just looked at them and I'm like, you don't deserve this. This is not me, you know? It's like this 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 power. I don't even understand how to say it. It's like this energy, this source, this power came out of nowhere and it said what are you going to do about it? Are you just going to live this way? Because, see, you have this, you, you have to understand where your ego talking and when it's, when it's the higher self talking. And the ego is saying, nah, you're going to stay just like this. You deserve this. You can't do nothing. You can't, you can't have your own place again. You're always going to uh, be this way. You're, you got three kids. Oh, nobody's going to want to, you can't go to school. You can't work and raise three kids. That's not possible. What drove me was I woke up 
and I went to work, and I just I worked for a temp job. And while I was there, I got on the internet, and I'm looking for jobs. I'm looking for any job that's in my field that was paying more. And I had a plan. If okay, if I can get this job, it's got better benefits. You know, I can get our food stamps. I can, I can, I can take care of my kids without assistance. I don't need this. You know, this is temporary. And that's what I kept telling myself. This is temporary. This is just a step. I applied for the job, and I got a call a few weeks later. I got it. Came with benefits. Came with 401K. It was more money. So then I'm like, all right, fine, I got a job. So I'm thinking, okay, if I get a job, I can save us some money. I can get a place. I won't have to live this way. So I went from that to, okay, what about school? You know, you got to find that thing that drives that gives you passion. When I found that passion was in nails and facials, I said, okay, I got to find a school. And I could work the school while my kids, you know, I can go to school while my kids are going to school, you know, during the daytime. Nope, because I got to work. Okay, well, maybe I can go to school at night. And as long as you have a, if you have a support system, like your family that's going to support you, I was okay because my mom, I thank God for her, was my support system. But if you don't have a support system, then you look into if there's a daycare, does the college offer or the school offer any assistance or anything that you can do? You have to find a way. you got to have a plan A and a plan B. And that's what helped me get through life. I had a plan A. If this didn't work out, I had a plan B. Okay, if you and your kid's dad, will he help you? You know, I'm blessed. My kid's dad is, um, they're great guys. They, they help out. And they were understanding, but everybody don't have that. So if he's a pain in the neck, don't worry about it. You find an alternative. The goal is when you find that fire, whatever sets your heart, your passion, you don't let the fire go down. You fight. And that's what I did. And guess what? I went to school. I completed school. Got a job. I gave my when I first moved back home. I told my mom in a year I'd be gone. I beat the deadline. I got out her house two months prior to a year. Had another place, and I moved my kids out. We had our own place. I set a goal for myself, and I believed in myself. And every day I would go to where that uh, place was, the apartment complex, and I would claim it. This is where I'm going to live. And I kept telling myself that. And guess what? I did it. If you believe in yourself, you set a goal, you cut out pictures, whatever you have to do to, to, to show yourself it's, it's possible. I just never let the fire go down. I just kept fighting, and I just believed in myself. Sometimes you got to root for yourself because everybody ain't going to root for you. You better say it, and it's true. I mean, you it's know, so true. <laughs> up in your face, let me explain. I don't have people tell me, Girl, you can't make it. Girl, you ain't going to do this. You ain't. I have family members telling me I'm lying. Oh, you ain't in school. You lying. What? Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Sometimes your worst enemies are family members. But guess what? At the end of the day, they're not you. You know what I'm saying? You got to want for you. And guess what? The same people that was rooting against you when they when you're doing something successful, them the same people telling everybody who you are. Oh, that's my girl right there. That's my cousin. That's my sister. That's my brother. But you wasn't on my cheer team when I was trying to do it, but you're on my cheer team now that I've finished. So I know that's to, right. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be careful 
who we tell our dreams to. Oh, testimony. You got to be careful who you tell your dreams to because everybody uh, you have, those who are going to want to be, here's, here's my, this is what I say. If you ain't with me while I'm in the trenches, what makes you think I'm going to let you be with me when I'm, when I'm, in, when I'm out of the trenches? Right, when I'm sitting at the table, eating on that steak and shrimp and lobster. When I'm going through through the storm, what makes you think I'm going to let you in the boat while I'm in the – you got to be in that boat with me. We got to rock together. You know what I'm saying? We both got to be in this boat with the the life vest on, and we got to be in this boat together. Don't come – Talking about you, you gonna wait till the storm calm down, and then you gonna join me? No, you. I want you in that boat with me, because if you ain't strong enough to be in the storm with me, you darn sure ain't strong enough to be in the calm. You got to ride it all the way through. You got to be strong enough to go through it. And then the ones who tell my old oh, girl, I'll wait till you finish. Them the ones you need to cut the fastest, because they trying to get paid off your dream. They're not. They don't want to do the hard work. They want to capitalize. At the end, cut them off. Everybody ain't strong enough to walk that journey with you. They're not strong enough. They talk a good game, but they're not with it. <laughs> I know that's right. And I want to go to um, a new topic before we go because okay. the show's almost ending. But, yeah. um, ladies, you know, it's just really, really imperative for us as women to be okay being alone. Not saying you can't be in a relationship. I ain't saying that. So don't take away from the show. Uh, Brandy said that we shouldn't be in relationships. Brandy never said that. So I just want to put that out there. What I'm saying is, no, I'm, I'm just giving y'all a lot. But what I'm saying is, you got to, like, if you have to be alone, if you got to turn up for yourself and say, I can make it, I can do it, I am beautiful, I am sexy, I got it going on, my body, regardless of if I'm at my goal weight or not, even if I, you know, I might not be as thick as I want to be, or maybe I'm not as skinny as I want to be, or maybe, you know, you still got to represent for yourself. I remember my uncle, my Uncle Chucky, which is, he's on Facebook as Charles Mullen, um, he said to me one time, when you wake up in the morning, you are the CEO of Brandy Mullen Incorporated. Every time, every decision that you make from the time your feet hits the, the pavement, from the time you wake up and you go and you take a shower, you are making decisions for Brandy Mullen Incorporated. And if it isn't conducive, if it's not working out, if 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 it don't work in the vision, then it ain't it. And I was like, you know, when I was younger, I would be like, you know, okay. So my uncle is one of my biggest cheerleaders. He's like, you know, the cream of the crop always rises to the top. He always told me that. And so, you know, with that, you have to be okay with looking at yourself in the mirror naked and being like, okay, like, ladies, I, I, like, I got, like, three mirrors in my room. I ain't even lying to you. Take time out, look at yourself, be okay with being around yourself. You know, those thighs that you hate so much, and maybe they got cellulite on them, maybe they're not thick enough, maybe your booty ain't big enough. You know what I mean? Find things about your body um, instead of telling yourself, oh, I'm not this, I'm not that, I don't have this, I I wish I could get this, I wish I – instead of being so negative, like um, when she was talking about her testimony, when Chandra was talking about her testimony about, you know, writing out the vision, having a goal, um, but also – affirming yourself 
if you don't, and I know you've heard this a hundred times, but it's true. If you do not believe in your own self, if you don't look at yourself and you don't believe that you're sexy, you think that a hundred men, you, you know how many beautiful women out here, like Kanye, I think it was Kanye West, he was like some of the prettiest people do the ugliest things for goals and riches and diamond rings. Like, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes... You know, it don't matter if how pretty you are or how many people tell you that you are the best that, you know, you are. you got it going on. You are the bomb. You are. If you don't believe it within yourself, you will find yourself in some uncompromising uh, or some compromising, I guess, situations um, trying to seek out love and trying to seek out um, that, like that void, that empty feeling, you know, when you get that, that bump in your throat, I always equate it to when you was about to get a whooping when you was little, and uh, or you was getting, you had just got a whooping, they'd be like, shut up, and you got that lump in your throat, and you still be crying, like, you making noise, like, <laughs> that same feeling, like, <laughs> it's, okay. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, that, that empty yes, feeling, like, you know, where you just feel like, you are just, you got, you have to, Spend time by yourself, and if that means that you don't date for a little while, and because every time you go out on a date, you don't know how to keep your legs closed. Every time you turn around, you land in the bed with somebody else, and you, you know, wondering why every time you go to the doctor, they telling you that you got trichomonas, you got chlamydia, you got, and you putting yourself and your health and everything in all these situations because you just gotta have a man, you just gotta be in a relationship, you just gotta, you better go sit down somewhere. And I'm that's just Mama Brandy. I ain't even that old, but I, it comes out. You know what I'm saying? Tell you know you got. It's like I, I don't even know how many times I can say that over and over again. If if there's no love of self, it, it's self love. I mean, if you, it's a void. It's like a black hole. And no matter how many men you sleep with, it's not gonna fill that void. You know, it's just some things that is. It's the unconditional love. And once you get that unconditional love, and you love you, you're at peace. Because right now it's like. I call it inner demons. You're running from your inner demons. You're running, it's fear. It's all these things that are building up, and you're running from those things. And the best thing to do is face it. Look yourself in the mirror. Own up to it. So if you're afraid to be by yourself, you know what? Guess what? It's probably going to happen because, that, like, you're focused on your fear. Like, I'm not going to be alone tonight, so I'm going to have, you know, and, and let me tell you something. Exactly. Just I, go in the mirror. Look at yourself and say, you know what? So what? I may be alone tonight. So what? I can deal with it. You're not going to die because God didn't stop making men. You're not going to die. Take the time. You know what? Get a journal. Write a journal. Write things that you love about yourself. Because one thing I've learned, you know, they used to say if you're ugly inside, you're ugly outside. Sometimes for certain people, that statement is true. But I believe that the thing, the, the purest thing, it's not your looks, it's your heart. Because if you love yourself and you look in the mirror and you write down those things, find 10 things about yourself that you love, is it something you love to do? something you love about yourself, and you keep looking at those things, and every day you just keep adding on and adding on. And when you look back and keep reading that list, you'll realize, you know what, I am bad. I'm a, I'm a okay, I'm, I'm all these things. And the more you keep reading, you, be, you start becoming those things that you see in yourself. And, and let me, yep, go ahead. 
I, no, 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 no. I just didn't want to lose my thought. I just want to bring balance. I ain't, I'm not saying that every girl who's had sex with somebody was seeking for self-love. Sometimes you just want to nut. I'm just saying. Um, so, you know, just being all the way 100% honest, every girl who's out here, some people just love sex, you know, and if they protect themselves, then, hey, I'm not talking about her because I do believe that a woman needs a little stimulation. I'm just saying if you're putting yourself in compromising situations where you, every time you go to the doctor, doctor like, oh, you got PID or you got HIV, you got, um, you know, like, I mean, you know, come on, like, there's there's no way – and, and let me tell you something. I can think back to some situations. I don't know if Virgil Mullen was listening to this, so I'm definitely, you know, going to keep it all the way, you know, my father. But, like, <laughs> but, you know, we, as when you do not love yourself, and when I'm saying that, I'm saying that from a place of, like I said, I've not always been at the place where I love myself. And even right now, I got times where I'm sitting on the phone with some of my friends, like, girl, I need a prayer, I need a word, because I'm not feeling it today, I'm not... Still, I'm, like, loving on myself. Sometimes I just, you know, want to beat myself up. But what I'm saying is, you know, I'm not saying that I've arrived anywhere. But if you are putting yourself in situations where you are harming yourself and and every time you leave a a relationship, I I even know people, they, they hate sex so much with other people. They're only doing it because they feel like the person is going to like them. I know people right now who have sex with people and be crying sad, depressed, don't even really want to be doing it for real, would rather be held, but don't know how to come out and say that because, oh, the dude may not like me if I'm not the turn-up girl. If I ain't, you know, sucking and, and, and doing it and, and jumping, you know, making it jump and, you know, doing, you know, doing everything I can be doing in the bedroom, then he may not like me. And if I'm putting myself in these compromising situations, at the end of the day, if I want to be held and I don't ever tell a man, I want you to hold me, I don't want to have sex with you tonight. Can we watch a movie? And if he say no, then you chuck up the damn deuces. Like, I am serious. Like, it is times, like, you know how many times there was something that I actually wanted from a person and I needed them, like, I didn't, you know, I don't want to do this right now. But I did it anyway because I felt like, oh, I just need somebody in my life. We got to, ladies, we got to wake up. And, and let me tell you something. Even if you do get a really good man, let's say there's a man that can see past all of that, and he is, you know, the epitome of, of perfection. I'm not even talking about look-wise. I'm talking about on paper. He got it going on. He got master's, doctorate. He's sitting up there with, you know, you know, then graduated, got a good job, working his way up. He loves God. He is focused. He is into himself, and, you know, and he has hobbies. And, you know, and let's say you attract him. But if you are... You know, oh, you know, do you really love me? Anytime you're sitting around and you ask somebody, do you really love love yourself? And that's what, I mean, these are questions I had to ask Brandy along the way. So I'm I'm just putting it out there that, you know, this show is about, you know, attracting the right man and, you know, why am I attracting the wrong guy? But first of all, you you don't like yourself. You don't, you, you know, you think you could be prettier or you think you want to look like somebody else. You, you know, oh, I should be looking like this. I should have this job. I, my job isn't good enough. I, I, I you know, I, I, I should be this and I should be that. And you, you are your worst critic. And then if somebody who is potential meets you, you're going to draw them damn near crazy. They're going to be trying to, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to show her I love her again. I'm going to show her I love her again. I'm going to show her I love her again. 
And, you know, guess what? He going to be like, look, I am tired. <laughs> I done told you 150 times, but the problem is, ladies, we don't be loving ourselves. And as a result, you know, we end up in these situations, these compromising situations, and and we make decisions based off of, oh, I don't want to be alone. Um, I'm only, like, putting on the tight pants. I'm only putting on this and this because, you know, I need a man. Instead of, oh, I like the way I look in this outfit, and if I happen to attract somebody, then he's going to, you know, like, my confidence is probably going to attract him more because I look good because I feel good. So I just want to stop here, you know, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you so much. And we're going to be doing this every Sunday at 7 p.m. And if there's a schedule change, we will let you know on Facebook. Um, Chandra, I want you to um, tell them how they can find you, who you are. Um, You know, sometimes people want to hook up with you, get to know more about you. you got a lot of entrepreneurial things going on. So I want you to take this time out to just, you know, give a shout-out, do your thing, and, you know, let them know how they can find you. All righty. Well, I'm Chandra T. Riley. I am on Facebook, so you can hit me up on Facebook as well. So be feel free. Um, anytime you want to discuss anything positive, how to do affirmations, anything to keep, you know, positive things coming to you, you know, I'll be more than happy to give you uh, links, anything that those things help me and it empowered me to do better. So also, you know, anything you need as far as, you know, how do I find my passion? You know, let's talk about it. You know, just find those things that really call out to you. So hit me up on Facebook and um, under Chandra T. Riley, and I'll be more than happy to, you know, give you some insight. All right? And, you know, can they meet you at your at your spa or, you know, your new job? Like what – how can they get this energy, you know, because you're an energy healer? Well, if you're in the Orlando area, I am at Lotus Blossom Spa on um, South John Young Parkway. So if you're in the Orlando area, please come see me. I do massages. Everything. So don't be afraid. Just come on through. All right? Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And um, I am Brandy Miss Pisces Moen. Um, that is Brandy with an I-E. Miss Pisces, that's M-S-P-I-S-C-E-S, and Moen with an E-N, no S. Um, I am on Facebook under Brandy Miss Pisces Moen. I am on Instagram at Miss Pisces 0304, that's 0304, so that's Miss Pisces 0304 on Instagram. Um, I also do um, intuitive healing readings. If you are looking for healing of those voids, um, trying to go back into maybe like some childhood things, trying to figure out why, you know, maybe I'm not attracting the right person. Maybe I need help with um, learning how to do things for myself. I need to be able to see into situations that, you know, because it's hard for us to see ourselves. Sometimes we need someone to um, be able to see what we can't see in ourselves from the outside looking in. Um, I am an intuitive reader. Some people call you psychic. Some people call you prophetic. Some people call you, uh, you know, but um, or call it. Um, but that's what I do. Um, if you're interested in any readings, I do um, tarot. I do astrology. I do just intuitive. I don't need cards to read. 
Um, it's more for entertainment purposes. I like to be able to give the illustration. I send pictures of the card, you know, the cards and everything. You can call 937-971-8518. Again, that is 937-971-8518. Um, I am a free even after this. If you're looking for a reading, it is again. 937-971-8518, and you can go to Brandy, Miss Pisces Mullen, or you can look up our group on Facebook. We have a really big group out there. I want to say hey to all my goddesses. What up, girls? Woo, woo, turn up. Okay. <laughs> but um, our Goddess Central, Empowering Women, Mind, Body, and Soul, that's the group. Goddess Central. Empowering Women, Mind, Body, and Soul. We almost had 2,000 followers. We're not, you know, up there like, you know, the beehives, but we almost there. We want our way. So, you know, the beehive is like 50 million people, you know, but we're on our way. Um, we have a lot of fun. Um, we have a lot of people who are very intuitive, very um, loving, light workers. Um, we have people um, such as Chandra is also on the group. We are growing. We're having fun. We talk about love, relationships, sex, funny things. We ha we just encourage one another. Sometimes you're just not feeling well. You need a a, a word of encouragement. It could be 2 o'clock in the morning, and you best believe somebody's up. We are um, we have people that are in um, the U.K. I want to give a shout-out to the United Kingdom. Um, those, um, you know, I've, I've made some really good friends in the United Kingdom. Um, there, I have some friends in the Philippines and Canada, um, Japan, um, India, you know, we, we're, you know, we're going international here. So um, I want to say hi to all my goddesses and let you guys know that the best is yet to come. Um, make sure that you are loving yourself first and you will attract everything that it is that you want um, in this world and what you need um, and just always be yourself. So um, until next Sunday at 7 p.m., you know, are, you know, are we going to commit to the 7 p.m.? Hello? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, um, goddesses and gods, you know, stay positive, be co-creators in the universe, manifest everything that it is that you desire in your heart. If you have a dream, an aspiration, a goal, and you are ready to see that thing, you know, go into fruition, you know, it's time for you to start um, learning not only who you are, but knowing the divine that is on the inside of you and that anything that you speak out of your mouth, if you believe it in your heart and if it lines up with your will and, and your emotion, that you can do anything that you want to do and you can create anything that you want. Thoughts are contagious, guys. Ideas are contagious. So if you have an idea, you put it out there, watch it grow. Until next week at 7 p.m. on Sunday, um, you have, or depending on where you're at, since we are international, I know um, I have a friend that's in Guam right now. I think it's like Monday where she's at now. But anyway, um, have a wonderful day, and thanks for being um, gods and goddesses. Good night. All right. Good night.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.